The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Saturday, July 15th, 2023, day two of Exotica Miami. I am your host, Tommy Chulo, here live at the Miami Airport Convention Center for the largest adult expo in the nation, where anyone and everyone can explore their wild side. It is day two, and through these podcast episodes, you are going to feel as if you are in the middle of this phenomenal convention. Stay tuned for interviews with some of your favorite porn stars, content creators, cam models, and sex works. You will also hear interviews with some of the vendors as well. You're also going to get a front row seat at several of the seminars that are part of the Exotica Seminar Series. So, what are we waiting for? Our exclusive coverage of Exotica Miami, day two, starts in three, two, one. Check, check, check. All righty. Hello, everyone. My name is Madam Carmen, and my assistant here is my bottom, Mo Reyna. <laughs> um, today, we're going to be talking about um, toy etiquette um, with the queer community. And honestly, when it comes to toy etiquette, this is universal. Toys can be used for anyone, no matter what gender, identity, sexuality, sexual orientation, um, or anything. It's about being creative with your toys, and I'm gonna kind of break those things down as well as give y'all some safety tips on how to, um, not that, not yet. <laughs> um, on how to take care of your toys and stuff. So first and foremost, now you can hold it, is, the, is my introduction. So when it comes to your toys, you wanna to get to know your toys better. It's really important to get introduced to your toys. So getting well um, introduced to your toys, uh, that is um, learning if it's a toy that you even like. So for me, when I pick up toys, when I go buy toys, when I'm shopping for toys, whether it's online, in a sex store, wherever, it's really important for me to kind of resonate with that toy. Whether the color is, is appealing for me, the shape, the size, the material, if it feels good in my hand, whatever the purpose I'm using it for. Um, and that's also pertaining to anything that, that wouldn't necessarily identify as a toy, but can be used as a toy, like a spatula. Um, so things like those items, want to make sure that they're you know sturdy enough for what you're trying to do, what your intentions are. So we'll go into that a little bit too as well. So with your introduction as well is making sure that those toys align with you. Like I said, as far as um, who you identify as, um, I know that a lot of toys more so position and promote and market themselves as more heteronormative um, perspectives, as being as like this being a dildo that looks more like a penis, but could be used for any hole. So whether it's a you know vaginal hole or anal hole or oral hole. Um, it's just pertaining to what it is that appeals to you. If you don't want your toys to look more phallic and realistic, there are other objects and toys that don't look as phallic and realistic that can more so align with who you identify as. Um, the next one would be information. So for information, 
reading the directions and learning the cleaning and disinfecting instructions, learning how to store your toys as well. So when we're talking about cleaning and disinfecting your toys, that's based off of the materials that we'll be getting into in a second. But when it comes to um, reading the information and the instructions of your toys, sometimes I've noticed that when I do go to sex stores, they don't have instructions and directions. So they want you to kind of assume what you're supposed to be doing with them. That's why you kind of have to research the, the the material. So when you research the material, then that can kind of give you an idea of what you can kind of do with the toy, if it can go in your mouth or if it cannot, like, because certain things cannot be um, safe for the body. So and you want to make sure that if it's a novelty item toy or if it's a, a toy that's actually safe for the body, that's why it's really important to read the information and the instructions of your toys. If it don't come with it, most likely it's not a toy that you should be playing with, honestly. And I know that sometimes the toys, that get, they get kind of expensive and pricey um, based off of like it being um, like better for you, but it's kind of like your food, right? You know what I'm saying? Like the organic food is kind of <laughs> more expensive than you know your regular apples and oranges. So when you, it, it kind of like, kind of pays to kind of get more um, expensive toys to a certain degree based off of um, the material that it's made of because of the durability and how long it's going to last you. It's not going to be a toy that's going to um, last, it's going to, it's not, it's going to be a toy that's going to have a, a very long, longevity lifestyle with you and it's going to come follow you within, within your sexual exploration. So that's really important too. Um, I also can find some reasonably top priced toys that are good and body safe. That's why I say it's really important to get kind of creative and be kind of intentional with what you are doing with your toys because a lot of the toys could be for something else depending on what your imagination you know does with you you know a lot of these toys can look like they could be for whatever they look like they're for like oh this is supposed to go into my butt or it's supposed to go into my mouth or whatever but you can kind of explore and get kind of creative with those toys too as well um, so also some toys require specific instructions and directions on how to properly care and store for the sake of preserving the quality and longevity of your toys. So because certain materials are, um, I guess, well, because certain sex toys have are made of certain materials, there are all there are all different types of storing and like managing and caring for those different types of toys. You wouldn't care for um, um, a silicone toy how you would a PVC toy, and a PVC toy is like a vinyl toy. And honestly, a lot of times those toys are not really body safe. But we'll get into that a little bit later too. Um, so I have some toys up here. We're going to talk about these toys now. Um, so with establishing acquaintance with your toys, um, I have, this is my little beginner anal training toy here. It, uh, it's kind of like, I kind of call it like my, my little dildo, my little baby dildo. Um, it's really small, it has a suction, um, I love it, it, um, it works for all genders. Uh, no matter what you or who you identify as, I love this very much. And it's not just for my anal training, it's for actual vulvular stimulation as well. Um, even, um, I can, I've also used this for like taint, taint um, stimulation and like massaging because it's of silicone and you just use some lube because lube is important for your toys and making sure that, you know, they can kind of maneuver into different areas of your body 
<laughs> easily. So um, that was one of the toys that I like using for this. So I've established a really good acquaintance with this toy. Um, this is a, a double-sided dildo. A lot of times these are presented uh, for lesbian use. Um, I like this one. It is silicone, but, um, silicone material. I like this because he has these little scoops here for cupping, and I like using it for like cum cupping, if that makes sense. Um, and um, it, I don't necessarily always use this for like double dildoing. It's more so of just kind of stimulation of any area of that any orifice that you can kind of put this in. So it doesn't have to necessarily be for any like vaginal play. It could be for anal, it could be for oral. It's depending upon how you choose to use these toys. A lot of times people think that these toys are just for, like I said, like lesbians. Um, I've had a lot of um, men actually tell me that they would like for me to use this on them. Being able to put this inside of my vagina and put this inside of their ass. So like being able to kind of explore on that level, that's up to you and your choices. Um, but like I said, you have to get creative and explore different ways that you can connect with the people that you're being intimate with. I also um, have here, this is like a vibrator and it's usually used for anal play, but I always tell people that anything with a vibration, you can use on any area that has um, a, a lot of nerve endings. So your nipples, your toes, your fingers, your ears. There's a lot of different ways that you can use vibrations. And it's up to that person if they consent to that. Um, but like I said, you can use different vibrations for different meanings in different areas of the body. So that's why I said a lot of toys don't have gender regardless if they look like they're supposed to be identified as heteronormative or certain specific areas of the body. It's more about exploring and um, getting creative. This is my strap-on harness. I tell people I like strap-on harness more so for any play. I've used this with, like I said, all genders. Um, I like strap-on harnesses even for the sake of people with disabilities because strap-on harnesses, they come with, they come in so different, so many different types of sizes and varieties. You can put one on your leg. They have different ones for your leg. They have ones for um, your foot. They have different ones for different parts of your body. So you can kind of get creative but also I also tell people to like for people with disabilities to be able to kind of use those toys too as well so I mean like you being able to use this harness so like um, I remember um, a dom friend of mine just telling me recently that she wasn't able to kind of get out of the bed after she kind of had some surgery but she wanted to play with her um, her submissive so she wore her strap on harness and laid in the bed on her back and he bounced all over her so <laughs> being able to still use that harness and still be able to bring pleasure upon yourself and your partner is key no matter what you have going on with your life and your body um, this right here is one of my personal favorites this is a pussy pump um, I don't have a penis, so I don't have a penis pump. <laughs> um, but I want people, and I know a lot of um, vulva owners have asked me, like, well, how does this bring me pleasure? Penis owners have asked me too, um, but I feel like you got penis pumps, so it's kind of like you could try it out for yourself. So, <laughs> so with um, pussy pumps or um, 
vulva pump, so if you want to call them. I like using these because it heightens the stimulation um, because there's a lot of nerve endings in that vulvular area because you have the labias and the clitoris and you have so many different parts of the, of the actual vulva that goes into here and being able to use this and then add some vibration to that or actually some penetration, even like um, just even skin to skin um, vulvular like contact and like grinding and rubbing, uh, skin to skin contact. There's a lot of different ways that you can be able to use this pump. So that's one of the reasons why I like it. I like using it on myself personally and then masturbating for hours. So I like that and edging. So, like I said, being able to explore different toys. Uh, this one here, I brought, this is a clitoral pump. So for, um, like I talked to a couple of my trans uh, friends and I was making these suggestions that they can use this for, as a penis pump for my trans men. Uh, being able to use this, oh my gosh, my clitoris <laughs> looked like a little penis. Um, so I like this. It's like a, literally like a mini penis pump. I love this. It's, it's just more so, this is more just for clitoral stimulation. This is for the whole surface of the vulvular, so, of the vulva. So that's why I like this one too, because, um, because of it in its entirety, um, covering the coverage. And then I have, I'm going to go to this one first. So I know a lot of people like those rose toys. I don't personally have one. I own one. I have this one here. Um, as you see, it's still in the box. I like specific, I like to try and explore different types of toys. This is why I said it's really important to introduce yourself to these toys when you go shopping and really like explore toys. See if you like it and see if there's like a money back guarantee or something, like if there's a warranty or something, I don't know. But like, <laughs> just kind of, or giving a review, honestly, of being able to see if you like a toy, if it's, you, sometimes you have to kind of like use it and explore it. And um, for this one personally, this one kind of goes inside of you vaginally, and then there's like a remote on here for you to be able to kind of have like different settings of vaginal like vibrations. Um, I don't personally find any pleasure to it. I need something more powerful, so it stays in the box and it's for novelty use. Um, but I know that a lot of people like using these and I've seen a lot of different versions of these. What is the one um, mode that they use in camp shows that you was telling me about the pink one? The Lush. The Lush, yes. That's really more similar to See, <laughs> people more so like and enjoy the Lush um, for their own personal reasons. I feel like with these particular types of toys, these can be used for men and women. Um, it does, even non-binary folks can even use this and identify with this. It doesn't have to just be for vulvar use. That's one of the things too, because like I said, it's a vibration. Just make sure that when you are using this for like anal use, it doesn't have um, a base, so you want to make sure that you keep a nice grip <laughs> on the handle and don't go too deep into your like um, anal um, oil surface. So be careful with that. Make sure that when you use any anal toys that they have bases. And if they don't, like this, using something like this, have a nice grip to a, a handle on it. Um, these are some new toys that I've been um, introduced to. I like these because 
um, this is pleasure for people who think that when you do strap on play as a vulva owner that you don't get any pleasure because I hear so many hetero men look at me crazy like how is she having an orgasm and she's strapping this person right here and I'm like because I have a vagina and I have a clitoris and I have a vulva and I have like lips and stuff and like I said it has a lot of nerve endings so with the pressure of um, this dildo being on my clitoris can cause me to have an orgasm. So now I've discovered this new toy that can go on the other end of your dildo. And it looks like a vulva. They have different kinds. This is made of silicone. And it actually can, um, you can actually put a, a little bullet vibrator in here too as well to give yourself some vibrations too while you're doing your strapping. So for queer people, trans men, um, lesbian women, vulva owning humans, they could actually use this toy. <laughs> like this. So I know a lot of people like, um, it depends on what kind of stimulation if, that you that brings pleasure to you. If you need penetrative stimulation, I, like I suggest something like this or those, um, what is it called, the double-sided strap-ons, like the strapless strap-ons or something like that. Um, I personally was talking to a friend about those and telling them, explaining to them that it kind of isn't as like right. inclusive to everybody and functional for people who have all different body types and sizes. You know, for bigger people, they're not able to use that. People who have disabilities are not able to use that. So that's why I say I suggest harnesses because you can strap a harness on to different parts of your body because <laughs> of the adjustable um, straps on here, being able to kind of get creative with it. Even some um, strap-on um, companies and harness companies actually make custom harnesses for specific reasons like that. But I do like this particular, um, this one is called the Lippy. But I do like this particular idea, this concept overall, because even with putting it within your harness, it goes like literally within here. So being able to, hold on. Being able to just put it, put your, your um, phallic object, your dildo, it doesn't have to, like I said, look like this if you don't want it to look um, on the other end. And it can definitely bring you pleasure from Even for me, I, another reason why I like harnesses too is because a lot of people not, they don't like hooks going up. Some people like things going to the side, some people like things going down. So based off of where you reach your orgasm uh, penetratively, that also is prostate, your prostate. Um, being able to explore those different um, areas of your body but the other person on the other end being able to find pleasure in other toys. When toys are made of silicone, most of my toys are. They're easier to clean, um, they're easier to maintain, they're easy, very long, um, so you won't, just as long as you follow the rules of taking care of your toys. As far as like the safety of cleaning them up and making sure that um, you are familiar with um, I have a few different materials up here, like I kind of said, most of them are silicone, but then you have your different plastics and your vinyls that you would have to clean up. Um, this one here um, can be detached, and you can actually clean this. 
Most of my most silicone toys are because you use silicone items in your kitchen as well. Better for the economy too, in the ecosystem as well. Um, so that one, and then I have this glass toy here. It's kind of like the same materials. Mm -hmm. So uh, this same type of kitchenware style use, being able to use uh, clean this in your dishwashers, and also because it's glass, soap and water, um, disinfecting it, chlorine it is actually easier. That's um, the durability of it. It comes with me in this little bag here, so I like these storage baggies to be able to kind of store my toys. Um, and getting familiar with these different types of materials. There are like stone, um, being aware of the toys that are like I, like I was saying earlier that are not body safe and body, uh, body friendly. Um, that is the most important thing to me overall because like I said, toys can have no gender. They have, they are toys or objects. It's what you choose to make of them. But the most important thing that I stress to everybody is how they actually um, what toys that they're actually using, me being an actual sex worker and a performer out here in the industry, it grinds my gears and really I want to save the world and I see a lot of performers and people who use like toys that are not body safe for them and, and I can tell that they're just using them. It's really important if you're going to use these toys that are more novelty based that are not body safe, use condoms on your toys and it's okay to use condoms on toys that you just use for yourself. That is to protect your body because a lot of these toys are porous and they, can, they contain little bitty holes that you can't see that when you have any uh, body, um, body fluids, they can actually go into it like a sponge. And it's not something that you can ever clean or disinfect. Because like a sponge, but then that sponge. Over time, you have to actually throw your sponges away because it contains so much bacteria. It's really important to understand that. Understand the flow of, um, of how, like I said, how to maintain your toys. If it's not like, if it's not in the information, always go for a material that you're more familiar with, that you're more, that you know that's more body safe. Also, another reason why I use silicone toys, because they're not only because they're body safe, because of the different types of lubes that you can use. One lube that you can't use with this is silicone lube. Um, that's a chemical reaction that you do not, that you want to avoid. So it's really important that um, no matter what, don't use that type of lube. But this one here is a water-based lube. It's a Astroglide, it's a cheap, very reasonably priced. Uh, you can find this at Walgreens. I got this on eBay for like $9. Um, there are more pricier ones, pricier lubes for you. There are hybrid lubes. Um, there's J-Lube, Y-Lube, X-Lube. There are so many different types of lubes that you can use with silicone toys, just don't use silicone. <laughs> um, so that is um, another thing. Another thing, like I said, when it comes to like storing and disinfecting and cleaning your toys is the drying process. Make sure your toys are fully dry before you store them because just like anything else, if it's not dry, it can start molding, it can start causing problems um, that you die. So, Treat these toys like an extension of your body, because that's how I treat my toys. If they're going in me, on me, around me, or anybody that I interact with, that I consider my, my lover, my partner, my play partner, whatever the case may be, I treat it like it's my pussy, like it's my dick, like it's my titties. If I don't want nobody touching them, then y'all don't touch them. If I want to use them on that person, we're gonna have a conversation as if we was having a conversation of them actually penetrating me and my body, or whatever the case may be, if we're just playing with toys. 
So like I said, me being a queer identifying person, it's not a lot of people that want to use certain genitalia or penetrative um, bodily parts. So that's why they like using and enjoying toys and different types of play. So that's why I tell people, not a lot of queer people, like lesbians, identify with penetrative stimulation. They may identify with it. your toys is also important too. I appreciate y'all for checking in and touching face with me. Um, if y'all have any questions, y'all can raise your hand. I have like five more minutes. Um, Banana Pants is the name of the company. They also have this one too, it's called the Shagger. They have a, a nice little selection. The side Shagger is my personal, I like it. It's like little bitty lips, like tongues. So being able to kind of feel this as I'm grinding, I'm, yeah. And this one has a, a hole for you to be able to put um, your toys in here, like the actual like base inside of here. So for you to even not even have to use a strap on harness if you don't want a lot of people like like grinding things. So being able to kind of use toys for so many different ways. You can actually put this in your mouth if you wanted to and like just my brown on your face. Do all all of the common creams come all over your face if you can't use these toys. But yes, banana pans is the oh, right that, um, that actually provides them. I love them very much. <laughs> um, and I, like I said, I love all of my toys. And that's why, I, like I said, I stress the longevity of them. I've had a lot of these toys for a long. I have to make sure that when I go home, all these gotta get clean, they all gotta be stored in certain way of your body. When you go home and you get done fucking, I really hope I don't take y'all showers and stuff. So you would do the same thing with <laughs> Is there any other questions? All right. Well, I want to thank y'all um, for y'all time, and I appreciate y'all for checking in. I'm Carmen, and my assistant here, Mo Rayner. Thanks for tuning in. If you want more information on this podcast or any of our other adult industry-oriented podcasts, please visit poppychuloradio.com slash afterdark. You can also find Papichula Radio on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. You can also find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Threads. It's at poppychulo one-on-one. It's simply at poppychulo, the number one, the word on, and the number one. And listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. This is Poppy Chulo coming to you live from Exotica, Miami, 2023. Until next time.